The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad to have you with me today. Today we're going to continue our conversation about relationships and why they're so important and what to do to improve those relationships. But before I get into that, I'd like to let everybody know that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, my website, thehealingwhisper.com, and I'd like to encourage everybody to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my TV show there, The Healing Whisper, Mary Ann's Garden. It's a great gardening show and... And it's also a gardening show about gardening mindfully. So head on over there. And I'd also like everybody to know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. So, relationships. Last week we spoke about how relationships really are everything. That if there is an issue in your life, say an illness or a disease or an emotional thing going on, it just means that every issue is a relationship issue. It's a relationship that is not working out the way it should be. And we have relationships. Every single person in this world has a relationship. And yes, even the man in the mountain, that hermit that we all, I don't know if it's mythical or not, that uh, there are people that live in a cave in mountains somewhere in the world all by themselves for their entire lives. And yes, Even they have relationships. It's a relationship with themselves. And probably that individual that's a hermit in a cave in a mountain has a relationship with God, which is probably why they went into that cave in the first place. We have those relationships. We have those relationships with ourselves, with God, with other human beings. We have relationships with 
animals. We have relationships with nature, good old Mother Nature. And we have a relationship with other things. Unfortunately, a relationship with things, non-living things, tends to be not a healthy relationship because that thing, that car, money, whatever, cannot return the love that you are putting into that thing. And you know what? Things tend to go away with time. Some things last longer than we last, but most of the things that we are in love with, that we have a huge relationship, go away long before we go away in life. Unfortunately, those people that they're all and all and they're everything and all of their love is put into things, toys, cars, money. They're not happy. They don't have the kind of relationship that makes us healthy. And I put in my promotion for this show that if you don't have a healthy relationship, a loving relationship, you're 300 times more likely to become ill. And there are plenty of studies out there that say without a loving partnership, whatever kind of partnership it is, and I'm talking about a truly loving, unconditional loving partnership. You're two to three times more likely to die at middle age, which is pretty significant when you consider, at least here in the United States, the average death now is 80 years old or so. Whereas back in the 1930s, it was, ni- it was 65 at the average death. Now, granted, people, some people, I should say, that are living to 80 and beyond, some of them are not living the best quality of life. It's because they're not healthy. They have accepted The fact that, well, age is a disease. You know what? Age is not a disease. It is the natural progression of things, but it is certainly not a disease. Not like the 30-somethings or younger would like to think. (laughs) And so, here we sit. Without a loving relationship, Dying at age 50 or earlier? It is significant. Having a relationship is extraordinarily significant. I also spoke last week about our deepest human need. We actually have three of them. But there is one that is deeper than all. And... One of them is peace. 
every human desires has a goal, whether they know it or not, for peace. Another is joy. That's what another deepest desire goal is, is joy. This deepest, absolute, essential need that every single human being is born with, it's primal, is for the need for love. And when a person is not receiving love, they are not joyful. They are not peaceful, which causes us to actually be in love with love. But being in love and experiencing love are actually two different things. I was rereading a book. It's a very well-known book, The Five Languages of Love. And the author of that book spoke about what is going on in our bodies when we are in love versus when we are loving. And it's pretty remarkable. Anybody who has experienced being in love, falling in love, knows that you can't think straight, You can do nothing without thinking about that other person that you're in love with. You do some crazy things. Once that in love experience goes away, which uh, studies show is about two years, people say, well, I fell out of love. And that's why the divorce rate is as high as it is. They haven't learned to truly love unconditionally, no matter what. I also spoke last week about how love is the opposite of fear. When you have fear in your life, when fear is ruling Or even if it isn't ruling, if you have fear regarding certain things, you are not experiencing love. I mean, you can't because love is the opposite of fear. Just like you can't be dry and wet at the same time. I'm looking at my computer screen right now, and it shows this giant surfing wave, which is perfect. If you go surfing, you're going to get wet. You certainly can't stay dry. The same thing goes with love. You can't experience fear in a relationship and love in a relationship at the same time. So think about it. When a person is in love, at some point they become afraid 
that they're not going to see that other person or afraid that that other person is going to go away or afraid of any of number of things. Especially something around that relationship. And so that is a big sign that you are not experiencing love, true love. And every relationship needs to be experiencing true love, that unconditional love. Folks, when we come back from the break, I'll talk a little bit more about what exactly does unconditional love look like. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and we are talking about relationships and what can we do about those relationships that are causing us to become diseased or dysfunctional? And just before the break, I was talking about love and how every relationship that we have is about love, including those relationships that we have with things. Now, I I do want to put the caveat is There is nothing wrong with loving a thing. But when your entire life is surrounding the love for that thing, there's where the problem begins. 
Because when that thing breaks down or goes away, then our entire life has been for that thing, which kind of brings up this whole concept of unconditional love. So what would unconditional love look like for a thing? Well, it simply looks like if your love for your car is your end-all and everything about it, that's not an unconditional love. That would look like something like, well, I love my car, and if it breaks down, if it gets damaged, meh. It happens. It doesn't change whether I love the car or not. It changes whether I may keep the car or sell the car. Which is about unconditional. It's the old expression, if you love something, let it go and it will come back. Sometimes that works. Other times, it doesn't. I love butterflies. I couldn't hold a butterfly in my hand forever. For one thing, butterflies need to fly. They need to eat. And if I were to let go of that butterfly, it would not come back to me. Just simply because, even though I might have raised it from the caterpillar, Butterflies are not meant to be captive, not by any stretch. And not only that, they only live a month or so. But it is a good analogy to say. It would be more accurate to use a bird that you raised from the egg because they do tend to come back to the nest. All of that aside, That is what unconditional love looks like. It is something that is you love no matter what. So you love nature no matter if it grows a plant or not. You love your pets no matter what they do. If you've got a puppy that hasn't been house-trained yet, that doesn't mean you stop loving that animal just because of a few accidents. You can be a little peeved, but you still love that animal. And if you don't know what the word peeved means, that means just a little irritated. A little. Not a lot, a little. (laughs) unconditional love for yourself means that you love yourself despite all of your perceived faults and the reason I say perceived is because when you stop loving yourself because well let's just say you have a mole on the tip of your nose and you're not going to love yourself because of that mole on the tip of your nose it's an interesting thing but folks that will make that mole grow even bigger 
And that's just a small example. What if you don't love yourself because you think that you're not worthy of it? That is a false belief. And that is not unconditional love. It is conditional. I will love myself as long as I'm good enough. Well, if you don't believe you're good enough, you never will be good enough and you will never love yourself. And the same thing goes with other human beings. Do we project ourselves onto those other human beings? I will never love that person because... Now, when we're talking about other human beings, it's kind of difficult to think of love related to every single human out there. It is very difficult to say you have to love every single human being, no matter what, no matter what they did, no matter what they didn't do. We'll get into that in some more detail a little later. And then there's the unconditional love for God. Now, it really doesn't matter if you don't believe in God or you do believe in God. Let's just say you don't believe in God. Well, then that's a relationship you have a no relationship with God. But for those of you who do believe that there is a God, having an unconditional love for God means that if you felt God didn't do something or did do something, and it doesn't matter what that something is, somebody getting sick, somebody passing away, an accident happening, an accident that... uh, any of a number of things. That is not con- that is not unconditional love when you're mad at God or upset at God or whatever. Now all of this talk about conditional versus unconditional love kind of leads me towards this, concept of forgiveness. Unconditional love means forgiving all the time. So let's just do a quick review here. Every issue that we have in our lives is a relationship issue. There is no love outside of the context of a relationship. It just simply does not exist. We have to love. Like I said, if you don't have any relationships, well, maybe I didn't say this. I'll say it now. If you don't have any single relationship, that means you are not alive. Plain and simple. Which means there has to be love. If you're alive, there has to be love. Remember that 
love and fear are opposites. If you have fear going on in related to anything, anything, if you have fear, that means you do not have love. And like love, fear only exists in the context of a relationship. Let's just say you have the fear of leaving your house. I believe the name for that is agoraphobia. That means you have a relationship problem with maybe outdoors. Maybe with every single person that you meet outside. And there is fear surrounding that. And what causes that fear? It is an untrue or a negative belief. So, you only have fear if you have a relationship problem. And by far, the biggest issue in a relationship is forgiveness or lack of forgiveness. And as I was saying just previously, if your love is conditional on certain things, then there has to be, absolutely has to be forgiveness surrounding that situation or lack of. And when you look at it this way, it may not be possible to have any relationship issue that does not involve unforgiveness in some way. That's kind of a double negative. Let me put it this way. It may not be possible to have a relationship issue or even a physical issue that does involve forgiveness. So, forgiveness, that's what it's all about. That's what we're talking about in this show today. How do you achieve health and wellness outside of improving a relationship? And folks, it's really not possible. When we come back from the break, I'll tell you a little bit about something that may be a bit shocking to you about our relationships. And some of you may not even like hearing or think it's possible to heal a relationship in this way. So folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. 
Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and thanks for sticking with me. We have been talking about relationships and how, really, everything in our life is a relationship, as well as every relationship involves either love or fear, or maybe a little bit of a mix in there about love or fear. And when we've got fear going on with a relationship, and it it doesn't even matter if it's a relationship with God, with yourself, with other human beings, with nature, with animals, or even things, then there is not love. Now, Let me just say, before the break, I said, there is a way to begin to heal your relationships, and you may not like hearing this. And what that is, is you have to heal yourself. There is nothing you can do to fix that other person. Yeah, it's all about yourself. It's all about yourself. And that is oftentimes very, very hard to hear. So how does that work? Let's just take, for example, you have somebody at your place of employment that's just driving you nuts. No matter what they do, no matter how they say it, no matter what, you don't like that person. That person irritates the living bejeebers out of you. (laughs) Or scares the living bejeebers out of you. Irritation, fright, that's all a fear response. It's a stress response. And what I say to anybody who says, this person's driving me nuts, 
is I say, turn around and look in the mirror. Because what bothers you about another person is something that bothers you about you. Or it's something that bothers you about what you are afraid you will be. A perfect example, maybe there is somebody at your place of employment that doesn't get it, never seems to get it, doesn't understand, always is asking questions, can't figure it out, always asking the same question over and over and over. Whereas you notice that there are some people at your work that seem to tolerate that with no problems. And then there are other people who say, I explained it once. I explained it twice. That's all that needs to be explained. Why don't they get it? Why are they so, lack of word, better word, stupid? Is the person that is saying that talking about themselves? Why am I so stupid? Are they talking about a fear for themselves? I don't want to be stupid. That is why you need to heal yourself. So when some other person is really bothering you about something they are or are not doing, perhaps it is something about yourself that you fear or that you know is there and you don't laugh. Now, earlier in the show, I talked about a book. It's actually a fairly popular book, well-known book. It was written originally in 1992. It's had like five editions, I believe. And it's a book by Gary Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N, and it's called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. And I'm rereading the book probably right now for the third time. And the interesting thing is he talks about being in love versus just pure love. And he talks about how People express love and receive, feel love in five different ways, basically. And he calls it a language. And it's a very good resource. And he says that, let's just say your love language is about getting gifts. And that's a language. So when a person wants gifts, they tend to give gifts as an expression of love. But it comes into the same category of if I'm speaking English and you only speak German, every word that I'm saying is going to be nonsense to you. I could say I love you 
I love you a hundred times a day. And if you don't understand those words because you only speak German, then you could say the same thing back to me in German and I don't speak German. I really don't. I wouldn't know that you're saying those words of love. And so if you're giving a gift to somebody as an expression of love, but you're not getting gifts back, you're feeling unloved. And you do it enough, and as Mr. Chapman says, your love barrel is empty because you're not receiving love. And as a consequence of having an empty love barrel, you have a full stress barrel. Because remember, love being the opposite of fear, you've given somebody a gift, you have not received a gift back, and that starts creeping into the fear factor. (laughs) They don't love me. Why don't they give me a gift? Then fear starts creeping in. They must not love me. It's going away. I need love because love is a primal need. The thing that the giver of the gift is missing is realizing that I will only feel love if I receive a gift back. So my love is conditional on receiving a gift back. Now this is not to say that if you give and give and give and you never receive that you should continue a relationship. What this is to say is you need to take a look at what's going on in your own heart regarding that relationship. Do you need to express why you're feeling unloved? Because, you know, you're your non-gift-speaking person may not even realize it. It's setting an expectation, which is also a relationship killer. Every single person that has ever gotten married comes into a marriage with a set of expectations. It's very easy to say that because I don't know of a single person. Now, there may be somebody out there that has gotten married without a set of expectations. I expect you, wife, to make breakfast every morning. I expect you, husband, to take the trash out every week. And when it doesn't happen, our expectations get crushed and we fall out of love and 
Our love is conditional on taking out the trash, on fixing breakfast every morning. And we've got a forgiveness issue associated with that. Now, what does forgiveness look like? Forgiveness looks like unconditional love. And here's what Dr. Lloyd, uh, Dr. Alex Lloyd, the founder of the Healing Codes, has to say about unforgiveness. That it is absolutely essential to overall healing. Doctors, therapists, ministers, and healers of all types have told him that they routinely see all manner of sickness and disease that come from unforgiveness. He had observed this as well. He doesn't know if he'd ever seen a serious illness where there was not a unforgiveness issue at root. What does forgiveness look like? It doesn't look like accepting a heinous crime as okay. Because it is an action that needs to be dealt with. But you can always forgive the person. That doesn't mean letting them do it again, as in the case, say, of abuse. That doesn't mean always finding yourself in a case of abuse or whatever that seems to be happening over and over again. What it means is letting yourself off the hook, not that other person off the hook, yourself off the hook. And I do want to say, when it comes to situations of abuse, when you find yourself in an abusive relationship over and over again, you still have to look in the mirror at yourself. What is it about your belief about yourself that's saying, I deserve to be abused, I need to be abused? Again, look in that mirror. Heal yourself. When we come back from the break, we'll just wrap all of this up and hopefully you'll be able to get out there and learn to start loving and forgiving and healing as a consequence. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. 
If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and thanks for sticking with me. Today we're talking about healing broken relationships. And actually, before we get back into that, I'd just like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on the Healing Whisper page on Facebook, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. So now why do we heal broken relationships? So that we can heal ourselves. If we have any illness, disease, or dysfunction, it is, it has to be a relationship issue. It has to be because of conditional love, which simply means unforgiveness. Now, how do you forgive somebody else well it's like love your forgiveness cannot be conditional as in I'll forgive you if you do this or if you do that and I'll be honest forgiveness is the most difficult thing that a person ever has to do And like I said before the break, it does not mean letting that other person off the hook. It just means letting yourself off the hook. Because when you hold unforgiveness, you become bitter. And when you become bitter, you become, well, it's just not a nice place to be. So if something in your life needs to be made right with somebody else, healing the unforgiveness issues will do that. And sometimes you just have to take the right actions. If it's possible, say I'm sorry to the face of that other person. But don't expect anything in return. You can say, I'm sorry, expecting them to say, I'm sorry too, I shouldn't have been that way, or I shouldn't have done that. Folks, you may not get that. And if you don't get that, and you were expecting it, that meant forgiveness was conditional 
on your part. Now, when I said, if you can say I'm sorry or ask for forgiveness directly to that person, I meant that's somebody that you know directly that's still living. But what if you have an unforgiveness issue, say, towards a parent who is no longer alive? If you believe that there is a life after death, then you can ask for forgiveness to their spirit. And if you believe that they've gone to a place of eternal fire, you can still ask for forgiveness and you can still forgive them. And what about forgiveness or unforgiveness you may carry towards a person that you've never met? How is that possible? I know I personally never met the individual that bombed the Alfred P. Morrow building in Oklahoma City. I never personally met the individuals that did the Boston Marathon bombing, nor did I meet any of these individuals that are causing heinous crimes around the world. but I can still forgive them and I can still send unconditional love towards them. It's because forgiveness, love are all energy as well as fear and unforgiveness. It's just the difference between a positive energy and a negative energy. And the more positive energy you can send out, the more positive energy that you receive back. Because there is a great quantum physics law, shall we say, that says likes attract like. That's quantum physics, not Newtonian physics. Newtonian physics says opposites attract. And in certain cases, that's true. But in quantum physics, which is really what rules us physically. So put the positive out, get the positive back. One of my favorite stories is a woman who wanted to heal the relationship with her daughter. And as she started healing herself, as she started putting out the positive, One day, her daughter just showed up on the doorstep in tears, saying, Mom, I'm sorry. But it wouldn't have happened had Mom not started putting out the positive energy and healing herself of her own unforgiveness. And the final thing, person that you cannot actually walk physically up to and touch is that forgiveness of God. If you carry any unforgiveness there, it's a real quick and quick thing to do is to say, I forgive you. And God knows 
if your heart is truly forgiving. Now, how do you get to that point of truly forgiving? And the only way is through an energetic means of healing. Because you carry beliefs in every single cell of your body that are negative and are untrue. And those beliefs are caused by pictures in your heart that you have about a situation or an event that either happened to you or one of your ancestors. And because you have that belief, you need to heal that belief. And it can only be done energetically because a belief is an energetic entity. Once you start healing those beliefs, then you can start truly forgiving, unconditional forgiveness in your heart. And folks, that's what we are going to talk about next week. I'm going to start in on the basics about how to do the healing codes, why to do the healing codes, when to do the healing codes. So I hope you can join me next week as I get started back on the basics. It's kind of like the old uh, football coach, and I, you know, you, you can email me the name or I can look up the name. The coach that's well known to say, gentlemen, This is a football. And there's also a well-known basketball coach that did the same thing. He started with his college basketball students on teaching them how to put on socks. You may think that's silly. This is how you put on a sock. But it caused a winning team because his kids did not have problems with their feet because they were putting on their shoes and socks an incorrect way. So I always leave you with this advice. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. That means those pictures of your heart that are causing the negative and untrue beliefs. Guard your heart. Heal your heart. So until next week, folks, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.